Welcome to Let's Be Honest with Al. I'm your host, Allie. On today's episode, we're going to sit down with my mom and talk about her divorce and raising three kids under the age of three. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm great. Good. So for today, we're going to talk about divorce and being a single parent. So um, if you want to introduce yourself, you can. Because I've already done my little spiel. My name is Sarah. I'm Allie's mom. Um, I was divorced in 2008 when the kids were just little. Allie was in kindergarten and the twins weren't in school yet. They were just in preschool. So I was a single mom, um, with three small children. I worked a full-time job. And I also owned a bar. Luckily, I had people that ran the bar. (laughs) Um, But I did have to go check on it every once in a while. So with the bar, you biological um, owned it as well, right? It was you and him? He owned the land and I owned the building and the business. Okay. Um, or the business, he owned the land and the building. But then once the divorce was final, he signed everything over to me so that I could sell it because he was in Georgia. Okay. Um, so let's talk about how you met biological, um, and kind of your guys' story before having kids. And then what happened after having kids? Um, I met your dad, Um, in 1997, and at that point, um, I was very young, uh, in my early twenties and life was just fun and free. And, um, I had a great job as an apartment manager. I lived there. I also worked part-time at my dad's restaurant as a waitress. And, um, would hang out with my friend at the manor house. And that's where I kind of met up with your dad. I had known him before previously, um, didn't know him very well, but then we started dating and dated for four years. He moved in with me, I don't know, six or seven months after we started dating maybe. And I I will, I will be brutally honest. Um, a lot of our relationship was about drinking, just having fun, drinking, going out with friends, drinking, everything we did involved drinking. Um, and that was fine and dandy because we were single. Yeah. And then we decided to get married and I wanted obviously a family. So did he, he wanted children. Um, that was a big thing for him to have kids. And I really thought having children would, um, change his lifestyle or make him want to change his lifestyle. But something my mom always told me is you can't change people. No, you can't force them to change either. No, they have to want to be a different person. I wanted to be a different person. I wanted to be a mom. That was always my goal. Um, so, you guys got married in 
2002, and it was mm-hmm. only a year after you guys got married. Correct. So, when you found out you were pregnant with me, what was what was he like? He was in the military then, right? Um, he was in the National Guard, and it was here locally. Um, yeah, he, he just, he was happy, he was excited, um, but he, he just didn't want a different lifestyle. He wanted... Yeah, he still wanted to go run and do and um, have the life that he always had. So um, I thought it would change once you came along. And I could see a difference in him. I mean, just the love for you. Yeah. Um, that was that was a difference. But when you have a problem with alcohol, it... I honestly believe it runs your life. Like you make the decisions around the alcohol. Yeah. Alcohol is always the first thing that comes to your mind. So, I mean, it was, it just wasn't the life I wanted to live. I didn't want you guys, um, you know, to have to be raised in that type of environment. Yeah. So, I mean, Yes, on the weekends, you know, I have one night where I like to socially drink. Um, But through the week, I don't touch alcohol. I don't I don't need a drink to have fun. I don't need alcohol to um, run my life. Yeah, that's I think that's one thing like with him. He growing up like he always had a drink of alcohol during the week too like if we would just go to lunch or something like he always had a beer or two and I mean when he would come to social events you could always smell alcohol on him too Mm -hmm. so you could tell he was at the bar or at somewhere drinking which wasn't always the best thing um either um so you had me in 2002 and then you had the twins in 2004 but in that time you found out you were pregnant with the twins and then you had to renovate the house. So he decided to go to Iraq as a contractor. Um, he retired from the national guard and I, I had a feeling that I might be pregnant a few days before he left, but your aunt, I took a pregnancy test and gave it to her in a bag and she was not supposed to open it until your dad was in Iraq. Um, I just didn't want to know. I just wanted his going away party to be good. And you know, he didn't have any worries. Well, she called because the going away party was at a bar and she didn't want me to drink. So she was just thinking about the twins. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. So I pulled over and I actually pulled over in the doctor's parking lot on the way to the going away party. And I, by yourself. Yes. And I, well, no, I was taking, we, we were were together. Okay. Okay. And I told him, I said, by the way, I'm pregnant. And he was like, oh my gosh, you know, should I go? I'm like, well, you have to go, go. Yeah. So he was there. He called after my first appointment, um, because I was three months along. When you found out. No, oh. no, for my first oh, doctor's okay. appointment. Okay, I'm like, wait a second. No, no. <laughs> you found out. <laughs> okay, that No, and 
I was, I was worried because during your pregnancy, because you were such a large baby, large and in charge, Allie, um, they were worried and I, I had an ultrasound, um, and at three months, all of a sudden I couldn't button my pants, which was weird. Yeah, you wouldn't, like, if it was just one baby. Yeah, and they said maybe, sometimes with your second child, your second pregnancy, you start to show a little sooner, but it was just weird. Well, the ultrasound lady said, oh my goodness, oh my goodness. And I thought, then why are there two dots there? She said, oh, look, baby A and baby B, you're having (laughs) twins. So then I started to hyperventilate, and she got me a bag so I could breathe in it. She's like, do you want to call the father? I said, well, that's great, but he's in Iraq. You're like, he's across the sea. I so can't call him. when you're, I called, she was like, well, go wait in the waiting room until uh, your doctor's ready. So I called Gram, Grams and Gramps um, and they were very excited. Yeah. Gramps had some weird things to say, but <laughs> I didn't even know they ran in the family. Yeah. At that time. Um. But the oldest set of twins that I knew at that time in our family were in their 40s. So you didn't realize there were other twins. Correct. Yeah. You just thought it was just those two. Yeah. So when your dad called from Iraq, uh, asked him if he was sitting down. He's like, "Uh, no, I'm in a line. (laughs) Um, So I said, well, baby A and baby B are, are good. And he was shocked shocked and I said we're gonna have to add on to the house (laughs) well yeah because at the time it was just my bedroom and your office right your bedroom yeah that was had the laundry in it too yeah I mean it was a it was a good size house for just us yeah but I needed that office and it was too small for a bedroom yeah it it was smaller than what you would want right someone so, pregnant with you, had a, you were almost two, you were two, almost two, and adding on to the house. And I knew, I worried about the pregnancy just because of yeah. how, yeah. Yeah, having twins, it's never a guarantee to go the full term, and there's always a chance for complications with everything. Well... So then during the pregnancy, I got put on bed rest at the, toward the end. Yeah. And thank goodness for your grandma, Jackie and Graham and aunt Karen, aunt Christy, aunt Sheila, uh, aunt Kelly, all of them. Um, they always made sure that I, you and I both yeah. had dinners and had, you know, company, yeah, so we weren't alone here with yeah. just us and the dog. But then sometimes I like to just fib a little and say somebody was there so you and I could just snuggle on the love seat and with the dog and you would lay your head on my belly and listen to your brother and sister mm-hmm. move around. So we always had our, our little time together. But, um, but the twins came and your dad came home from Iraq. He was here 10 days. After the twins were born. After the twins were born. So when did he come home? He came home on a Tuesday. I gave birth on Thursday. So he's only home for two days. And then he left after ten. No, a total of ten days he was here. Oh, so after he left eight days after the twins were born. Yes. Okay. Um 
Andrew had been in the NICU pretty much until right before he left. Yeah, because he was in the NICU for his lungs. Yes, his lungs were undeveloped, like underdeveloped, I should say. Yeah. Um, so I will say, though, that I don't feel they had a bond. They got time. They had time to bond. Yeah. Um, which is sad. Very sad to me. And then he came home on their first birthday for a little while. I don't remember how long. So after he left, he didn't come back home until the twins were one. Correct. Okay. And, and then he was here and then he left again for six more months. Okay. So then he came home for good when they were 18 months old. Yeah. Um, and he was, uh, our goal was he would run the bar. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, when you have an issue with alcohol, you can't seem to be on the correct side. Yeah. I mean, working in a bar doesn't really help. No. With issue with alcohol and it just. He still wanted it. everybody to run the bar like it had been ran and not take the responsibility of managing it and, um, you know, running it. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. We just fell apart. We just, we just fell apart. It, it wasn't distance. Yeah. Distance you know, there were, cause. there were other things, um, you know, that, that happened and that's, that's a marriage sometimes. And when two people can't agree on something and, um, no. yes, distance didn't help it. I will say that. Yeah. Living apart it, didn't help. But it also was that he wasn't showing anything like he wanted to be a part of the kids' art lives because he also had alcohol. Correct. And I think that's like one thing now, like, you know, we've had the conversation multiple times, like alcohol has always been a divider between us kids and him. Correct. He, and I don't ever want, I mean, I, I will say I pray, I pray a lot. One of my prayers is always that you kids don't get wrapped up with drinking and think that that's what life is all about. Um, yeah. It is fun and games, you know, when, when you're having fun, but you don't need alcohol no. to have a good time. No, absolutely. Um, so, but it does make for fun pictures later. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, okay. So twins were born in 2004 and you got, you divorced in 2008 when exactly in 2008 like towards february okay so it was beginning of the year yes okay um and then he left ohio was he He was already gone he was already in georgia he had moved away three months after he was back from iraq um things kind of exploded between us and he moved away to texas yeah, I remember going to Texas. Yes, we went down to visit one time. Um, that was a trip from hell. Uh, yeah, there was remember. ice storms through Arkansas. Your brother was broke out in hives and his jammies. We had to sleep in some, I don't even remember what it was. I, the only, I think the only part of me remembering it is being in his apartment. Mm-hmm. I only have little bits and pieces of yeah. being in his apartment and looking outside and there was like a bunch of land and stuff. But no, that was Georgia. That was when we went down to Georgia to visit. Oh, well, anyway, no. he moved from 
from Texas, got a job in Georgia, um, was working there and we visited both places at one time, you know, we had talked about us maybe moving to Georgia, but I I knew I couldn't move away from family. I couldn't uproot all of you. They're the ones that kept it all us together. Oh yeah. Yeah. During the time that he wasn't living here, when he went had went back to Iraq when your brother and sister were just babies. Yeah. Um your Graham moved in with us, um, just to help me out because at one time I was thought I was delusional. I hadn't slept in days. Because the twins were babies and then I was I had just turned three. Well, no, I just turned two. Yeah, you just you 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 turned two before they were born. I know, but you still have three babies under the age of two. No, under the age of three. But I was two. You were under the age of three. You weren't under two. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Okay. (laughs) Jeez. Anyway, it was tough. It was very tough. I'm so thankful for your Graham. I am very thankful for your Aunt Kelly and Alex and Nicole. They also moved in with us at one point um, when they were moving um, just to a different house or apartment or something. I don't remember that. Yeah. Um, It was a very short time they lived here, but Alex was always a big help. Yeah, I remember Alex always being here and watching us kids and helping you with us. Yes. Um, Nicole, too. Nicole was here with us a mm-hmm. lot, but I do remember. But Nicole had started working, and she yeah. was getting older, and um, yeah, so, but I had a lot of help from family. Your grandpa was here almost every night if he could be. Yeah, um, after work and stuff. Yeah, and he'd always love to, you know, rock your brother, and then he would lay him down in bed, and your brother would wake up as soon as your grandpa would pull out of the driveway. Well, yeah, so when he officially was gone and stuff, because he had moved to Georgia, how was he coming? He would come back up sometimes twice a month on the weekends, sometimes only once. Um, But he would come back up on a Friday and leave on a Sunday and sometimes on a Thursday. It all depended, you know, depended on what his schedule schedule was. Yeah. Um, but as sad as that was, it, it wasn't family time. I don't believe it wasn't, I don't know. I just look back and think, gosh, we missed out on a lot of family things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so obviously he's still in Georgia now. Mm-hmm. Um, but after the divorce was finalized and everything, how did you find time for yourself with having three kids and it was just me and you? Did you ever find time for yourself? I always made sure on Friday nights I had a babysitter. That way I could go and make sure that the bar was running. I could spend time with my friends and have a good time and just let loose. Um, we always had a DJ so, you know, I could dance and um, just let it all loose. Yeah. At the end of the week, let it all loose. And then the rest of the time was all about you guys. And, um, yeah, running, running, running. That's one thing, like, I I hope when Jared and I do decide to have kids later on, like, we still do have time for ourselves. And we still, obviously. You just have to make time. You yeah. just 
thankfully you're 25 seconds from my house. You may just have a child sitting on your front porch and it's walking away. But are you kidding? I'm gonna get him a little drone and <laughs> and steal him. <laughs> uh, okay, so obviously, if you could go back in time, would you do anything different? No. I would save more money. Obviously, I know that's everybody's thing. I would save more money. Um, you know, I I don't have any any regrets. Um, maybe trying to take you kids to different places, but it was really hard with three of you and one of me. Yeah. Um, but I think we did a lot together. I mean, I I remember me taking you to restaurants and yeah, and doing little things like that and. Um, I don't think I ever, tr- like, obviously it's different. When you're young, you don't really pay attention to a lot of stuff. But as I got older, you know, I did see things that some people don't want their kids to see, like you struggling and stuff. But I don't think you ever let that affect you with us. Like, I think you always put us as your priority. Always. I mean, God gave me all three of you and I was going to put you first. I mean, that was, you know. You always wanted us to have what we could have and what we wanted. and um, Sports especially. You always wanted to make sure all three of us would be able to do the sports we wanted to do. Definitely. Um, So, divorced in 2008. He was left, um, and then you met dad in 2009 in May of 2009. Um, he, and it was right before I was, I had sold the bar Mm -hmm. and your grandma always said, you will never meet anybody in a bar. (laughs) Well, he walked in and I thought, I know that guy. I know him from somewhere. Yeah. We had went out once in high school, which Mm -hmm. was a long time ago. But I'm like, oh my goodness. So I always sat on one area of the bar and he came down and sat right next to me on the corner. Um, and we just talked and, and never stopped talking. Yeah. And then a little, a year and a half later we were married. Yeah. I remember you introducing us to him and then like he was here a lot. And then I remember him proposing to you in the back room with your robe on. Oh, with my bathrobe on, yes. yes. <laughs> um, that I will never forget because I was running around. I was so excited. And I was so excited that he was asking you to marry him and we were going to have our dad. Yeah. And I will never forget that. Um, so, met him in 2009, got married in end of 2010 um, and you're still married now Uh uh-huh but I think one thing I will say like biological had his moments with dad oh yeah he was not happy I mean he he made it known um he also made it known when you guys started calling him dad and that was a decision that you three kids came up with your own and you asked me if you could do it. Yeah. 
because he had shown that he was he did everything with you guys yeah, like he had stepped up and that's what like we said no we don't want to call him jimmy anymore like we want to call yeah. him dad because he was our dad so that was a big debate um with everybody in the family like oh my gosh did we let them do this you know yeah. are you sure um and truthfully i honestly believe for your mental stability all three of you needed that yeah and I, like i think you felt abandoned i know you felt abandoned um I, by rick and i definitely did and i definitely had my moments um you know seeing everyone at school having their mom and dad there for things me being older like i noticed it more probably than what the oh yeah and i, I don't think they knew any any different no I, but I do remember, like, crying, like, I want my dad, and, but he was nine hours away from us. Like, yeah. I, it wasn't like he could just come over. So that I do remember. And But I also remember us watching when we called dad, dad, around mm-hmm. certain family. Oh, yeah. For a yeah. while. And it was. It was tough on some people for a while. But you know what? I, I didn't care. No. If it made you guys feel good, and I think about it, here we are, 14 years later, 15 years later into this, you know, him in our lives, he hadn't gone anywhere. No. He's sticking around. He's, I mean. <laughs> like, he's going to leave He's too invested. <laughs> yeah. He, he's stuck with us. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, you know, you definitely have been a big role model for me for everything you've gone through. Um, and I appreciate everything you've done for us kids. I know, obviously, raising three kids is not easy when you're doing it by yourself. No, it wasn't, but I wouldn't take a minute back. Yeah. Not a minute. Yeah. Other than when you got stuck in the pool float and almost drowned. <laughs> uh, I think that was what I was just thinking about the scariest moments of being a mom. That was one of them. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was a scary moment for me, too. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> I couldn't, yeah. you know, like, I really thought I could fit in it, and I really had full intentions of doing it. Uh-huh, sure. <laughs> but I do remember Uncle Jared being here. And that was Aunt Shannon. She almost, like, dove in in oh, her uniform. yeah, yeah. So Aunt Shannon was in her uniform. Yeah. Yeah. I knew some, one of them. Oh, my goodness. Your I... brother wrecking, you wrecking. Um, those are scary moments. What did Gail do? Nothing. <laughs> no, she broke her leg. Uh, she broke her ankle. Ankle, whatever. Yeah, she <laughs> did. And then I made her walk. I was like, oh, stop it. <laughs> and yeah, that's like me breaking my nose. And you guys were like, nah, you're fine. And then I woke up the next day and my whole face was swollen. You're like, oh yeah, maybe your nose is broken. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, we definitely had good and bad times growing up. But I definitely mm-hmm. saw the good in everything. And we had a lot of support from a lot of family. Like I Oh, think, definitely. I don't think they realized like how much of a support they were mm-hmm. until after the fact. Um, but now I have to ask the question, what's your relationship now with biological? I don't have one. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I, <laughs> thankfully, we're not on video. Um, I. I don't have one. I don't, you know, we're friends on Facebook. Yeah. 
It's not like you have a conversation with him. No, I... No. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot. I really wish I was recording this to show your face to everyone. No, I... (laughs) No hard feelings. I mean, we didn't work out. Thank you for giving me my three gorgeous, wonderful children. Um... I have a great life. I have a wonderful life. Uh, other than my MS, I mean, I... That's a whole other story. Yeah. I have a loving husband, three awesome kids, soon to be, a, and one soon to be son-in-law. I know. So crazy. We're almost seven months away. Oh, that is crazy. I know. We are almost at, we're at 230 some days I will say for the people listening to this, if you are not invited to this wedding, (laughs) we will post pictures and I I will apologize. Um, But yeah, we're trying to keep it kind of small. Yeah. Well, everyone's going to make sure they feel like they're there through the pictures. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. But that's like one of the things like the support you and dad have gave Jared and I over the past almost four years is how long we've been together. Which is just crazy to me because I don't think I would have thought I'd be almost 22 getting married. No, I'll never forget when you said uh, about an age difference. and <laughs> well, yeah. I just said, how old is he? <laughs> but the biological and you have an 11 year age difference. Yes, we do. So you were... I don't really think age is a big factor in a relationship it's all about respect and love and compassion and trust yeah um so when Graham and grandpa met bio with the age difference what did they think Mm -hmm. did they see it no i don't think they even it even phased them okay yeah yeah well, do you have anything else to add? Honestly, I don't. I don't. Thank you for listening and letting me tell my story. Thanks for being on. Yeah, no problem. Appreciate it. Well, that's the end of it. So, if you're going through the same situation my mom has, I hope this episode has taught you some things and how to handle some things. But Stay strong. Yes. Know your worth. Make sure you know you're not alone at the end of the day. And make sure you subscribe and like and leave a review in the comments. I am going to share one review at every end of the episode. So one review is going to be from Jennifer. And it just says, proud of you for launching your podcast. Love you. So if you leave a review, I'll make sure to say a review at every end of the podcast. But other than that, I hope you guys have a great rest of your day.